this is a step-by-step guide to planning a vacation in Disney World that I found on MickeySavers.com. Yeah, I think it'll help you out, man. Like, right here it says, uh, planning a Disney vacation requires some research, which is true. You gotta do some research. Shoot, if you wanna have a good time, you better do a lot of research. Gotta know where you're going. Gotta know what you're doing. Gotta know how much it costs. There's nothing worse than getting to any restaurant and when they bring out the menu, you're looking like a fool because you don't got enough money to pay for it or something. Or you do have enough, but you just wasn't planning on paying that much. So you got to do a lot of research and rides also. Because another thing about the rides, you got to do research on the rides you go go on, especially as an adult. If you got like back problems or neck problems or stomach problems, man, you better got on some shit that twist your ass all around and throw you up in the air. Next thing you know, you're sick for the rest of the day. You do not want to do that. It says also Walt Disney World is you is a huge place, 47 square miles, which I did not know that. They say that's the that's almost twice as large as Manhattan. Man, please, it is gigantic, with so many things to do and to see. That even after more than 40 visits, we have not begun to do it all. They've been there 40 times and said they haven't begun to do everything in the Disney World. That's how big it is. That's why sometimes I'll be like, man, I'm going to uh, start talking about like different places and around the world and around the United States but then I started thinking like damn I ain't even really started talking about stuff about Disney World yet because it's so gigantic it's huge it's probably like a million plus things to do in Disney World so it's a um, you never run out of things to do just a quick summary of some of what's available at Disney World. Four major theme parks. Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Animal Kingdom, and Disney Hollywood Studios. If I had to rate um, all of them together, I would... Uh, four... Um, Magic Kingdom, Main Street and all that. Magic Kingdom, number one. Disney Hollywood Studios, number two. Epcot, three. And Animal Kingdom would be four. And Hollywood Studios, the only reason it's number two is because, I mean, the Magic Kingdom is what it is. That's the... The king of all 
uh, parks in Disney World. Um, it has two water parks, Blizzard Beach and Typhoon Lagoon. Hmm. Typhoon Lagoon and Blizzard Beach. I don't really mess with those too much. Uh, over 20 large resorts. Damn, that's a lot of resorts. Four golf courses. And you know I'm not even gonna lie, I didn't even know Disney World had a golf course. Where have I been? And too many golf courses. I ain't know nothing about that shit either. Hmm, I ain't never know where had a regular golf course or a mini golf course. It says it has numerous lakes offering water sports, boating, and fishing. What kind of water sport do they offer in Disney World? I ain't never seen no daggone water sports. The Boardwalk Entertainment District. What's that? I don't know what they're talking about. Um, Disney Springs Shopping and Dining District. I know what that is, but I don't know about no Boardwalk Entertainment District. What the hell does that mean? So, it's not surprising that you're a little confused about where to begin. You will need to decide the following in, in roughly this order. It is hard to know where we begin at, right? Kind of. But it should be pretty simple, right? You know what I'm saying? Just pick a place. Every Everywhere is going to be good. You're in Disney World, so... I kind of disagree with that, it's hard to know where to start at because you're in Disney World, no matter wherever you start at, it should be good, right? So if you start in Epcot, you should be straight. If you start in Magic Kingdom, you should be straight. You know what I think? This is my opinion. You should start depending on the weather. If it's rainy outside, start in Epcot. Cause it's a lot of inside shit. You know what I'm saying? If it's real hot outside, same thing. Start where it's a lot of indoor activity, not outdoor. You won't regret it. Um, when you're going, you said check our Disney World facts for hints on the best and worst time of year for planning a Disney World vacation. Obviously, your budget, kids, school schedule, and other factors will influence your decision as well. If you are interested in learning when discounts for Disney World resorts and vacation packages became available in past years, they said they have a chart. Hmm. I don't know when's a good time. I think the best time probably when kids are in school. Um, not in the summertime. Cause the kids will be out. Whenever the kids are in school, should be the best time to go. 
How long? How long you're staying? It's number three. Number one was when you're going. Number two is... Hold up. I ain't gonna skip number three. Number two is what you're going to do when you get there. Okay. Seems kind of early in, plan, in the planning process. I mean, you haven't even decided on a hotel yet. Well, trust us, you'll need to do some research before you go any further. There is so much to do, and everyone does something slightly different, depending on the parks and the attractions, and you and uh, you want to visit. You may find certain hotels and resorts are more convenient. You need some good basic help with planning and something that will give you an overview of the attractions, the entertainment. We have a list. And all you gotta do is go to Google and hit the attractions under Disney World. You don't need no damn list. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's pretty simple to see what's in Disney World. Google it, fool. What's wrong with y'all? Yeah, and I disagree with that. You don't need to know what you're going to do first before you get the hotel. Shit, you better get the hotel first. You better find out where you staying at first before you find out what you going to do. If you ain't got nowhere to stay at, you ain't going to be doing nothing. So, hotel first. Yeah. Hotel first. They line. No. Hotel first. You probably thought that, um, they said number three is how long you stand. They said you probably thought that was part of number one. Didn't you? But you will learn how much there is to do. You may rethink your plan. Our first visit to Walt Disney World was four days. We thought that was plenty of time. Wrong. We had to skip a lot of things we really wanted to do. If you want to visit all four parks and actually experience the majority of the attractions, parades, and shows, you need at least five full days. Epcot can easily take two days all by itself because in a sense it's the equivalent of two theme parks Future World and World Showcase. If you would like to do the major attractions at the theme parks without racing around like a maniac or you want to try some of the extras like the water parks or the golf allow more days. In fact, we think a one week trip is Yeah. For a first time a one week trip. What the hell my screen is not? For the first time, who wants to enjoy the full experience of one week trips mandatory? Tickets are the most expensive part 
most people Disney World vacation. And Disney has set up its ticket prices to encourage trips longer than four days. Seven day ticket don't cost as much as a four day ticket. That's cool. That's cool. Cause you ain't doing nothing in no damn four days. Except standing, you probably stand in line four days worth of time. You know what I'm saying? So four days ain't gonna get you nowhere at Disney World. If that's all you can afford, go do your four days, man. But you know what I'm saying? If you go do, my advice is this. If you go do four days in Disney World, four days, that's it. Two days, four days, three days, whatever. Just go one place. Don't try to travel all around no damn Disney World. Your ass will pass out. Yeah, you no. Know, just stay in one place. Go to Epcot for four days. Go to Hollywood Studios for four days. That way, you'll be able to enjoy and experience everything. You know what I'm saying? Instead of trying to... Exert yourself and go everywhere and try to experience everything in the park in four days, which is impossible. Yeah, you will ruin your trip. Because you can spend a lot of time traveling around the park, walking, being hot, being tired, standing in lines. Where you could just stay your ass in one place and enjoy it. If that's all you got is four days, man, do that. If you got seven days, you might be able to get two parts in. Two weeks. Two weeks, I say. Then you might want to travel around. If you get 14 days out of the month, 15, 16 days, then you can do some work. But in four to seven days, four days stay in one part. Seven days, try to do two. How you getting there? Um, for this, consult the transportation page here on this site. If you will be flying to Florida, it's a good idea to start checking our airfares right away. And keep checking them. The fares fluctuate wildly. And if you catch a good one... You need to grab it quickly. Yeah, I don't know too much about that. But that's what they say. They say keep check on the L. The prices on the uh, plane tickets. Because they fluctuate. If you see a cheap one, get it quick. Um, Number five is what kind of theme park tickets to buy. Because Walt Disney World tickets are so expensive, you'll probably spend more on tickets than you will on your hotel room. Well, damn, how much is a ticket? This is a critical decision. Look over your itinerary. Get out your calculator and take a look at the prices and figure out which tickets make sense for your situation. 
Damn. Man, they said the tickets is crazy. How much they cost? Good night. Um, I'm trying to find out real fast, but I didn't think they was enough to damn be more than a hotel room. That can't be right. That can't be right. Yeah, that can't be right. Yeah, no, they tell you to look at this little thing on here, but they ain't giving you no damn numbers. Oh, here we go. Hold on, buddy. Man, he right crazy. Man, these tickets ain't better. More than no freaking hotel room. What are you talking about? What a hell? What hotels is they staying in for $116? <laughs> Y'all got $116? Man, go ahead. I was like, man, we be, we be at the park like... Once a week, and I know I ain't paying no damn hotel room prices. Yeah, man, an adult ticket for one day is $116 to $169. For children, it's $110 to $164 per day. So, yeah, you know what I mean? You is paying a good amount of money, but come on, man. Seven days between 511 and 694 if you stay for seven days. And for kids, 489 to 672. That is not more than your hotel room unless you uh, stand in a box or something. Them hotels up there expensive as shit. Even the cheap ones expensive. The hotel room for seven days is gonna be more than seven hundred dollars. Trust me. So that's a lie. Yeah, they lying to you. <laughs> the, your your hotel your uh park tickets will not be more than your hotel room. Like I said. Unless you're sleeping outside. Yeah, that's a lie. Uh-uh, because I'm thinking, I was thinking like, man, we go all the time. We go like once a week. And we are not spending hotel prices. That's got to be inaccurate. I started thinking about like, damn, how much do I pay? Um, where will you be staying? First, you'll have to decide whether to stay at an official resort or at a nearby off-property resort. This is a complex decision for many people to say the least. Keep, keep in mind that while we use the term off-property describes the non-Disney hotels, many of them are quite close and some actually physically located on Disney-owned land. They just aren't owned and run by Disney. Each of the official Disney resorts is unique and special, and the ability to leave the real world behind and experience the Disney magic 24-7 lives is a part of the fun 
for many people. The deluxe Disney resorts are especially stunning. That's the ones I be trying to do research on all the time. When you stay at a Disney resort hotel, you get access to early theme park entry and some other perks. Staying at a Disney Resort gives you a direct access to Disney buses, boats, monorails, so you can take a break from driving. The Disney Resorts have much larger pools and more recreational options than most off-site hotels. If you're trying to save money, much money as possible an off-site hotel is usually going to be the uh, best value families of five or more find off-property resorts are an especially good deal because more of a five-person option at disney resorts are quite pricey Good off-property hotels often have larger rooms and more amenities than the offerings Disney hotels, especially compared to value and moderate resorts which have standard rooms that feel a bit motel-like. Yeah, that's crazy. If you go stay in Disney World, uh, I don't know, man. If you got more than five people, hell no, don't stand no damn Disney World. You stay off property. You want to save money, unless you got it like that. But if you can swing it, and you going with like one, two people, even three people, grown people, I'm talking about, not no kids, stay on property if you got it. If you got it, stay on property, man. It's nothing like staying on property, man. Like they said, you you get early access to the parks. You get to stay a little later sometimes, and it's just completely different, man. You ain't gotta worry about driving nowhere. You there? You know what I'm saying? You there? You get up, you ain't gotta drive nowhere. You ain't even gotta have a car, man. Shoot, man, you go up there by yourself to Disney World. You fly in. Take a Uber or whatever transportation from the airport to get there. You check in your room. For the rest of the time, you don't need no car. You know what I'm saying? You got the man. You got so many ways to get around that uh, it's ridiculous, man. So you don't need no car if you stay in on property. But like they said, man, if um, you're staying off property, you uh, you go save a lot of money, a whole lot of money. And that was number six, where you're staying. And number seven is how you're getting from the airport to the hotel. They said there are a lot of options. To learn how to save on your transportation to and from the airport. See, 
Um, that's stupid. You should already know that. Mm-hmm, you know what I'm saying? Man, that'd be the first thought. If I'm flying to Disney World and I ain't got no car, the real first thought should be just how you getting from the airport to Disney World and how you getting back. Yeah, that shouldn't be number seven. That should be like number one or number two. Yeah, I don't really like this list that much. All of it makes sense. But, um, I don't know. This is the beginning. They said a step-by-step guide to planning a Disney World vacation. Yeah. Number one was when you're going. Which should be obvious. When the kids are not there, that's the best time to go. It's still going to be crowded. Yeah, but when the kids are in school, when the majority of the United States is in school, that's when you go. If you want to go at a less crowded time, and don't go in the summertime. I don't care what time you go in the summertime. Unless, yeah, it's, it's going to be bad for you. So, uh, they say what you want to do when you get there. Come on, man. That's gonna be an easy decision. It's Disney World. Just pick one place. You would not be... If you're disappointed in the place that you pick, then you shouldn't be there. And number three is how long you're staying. Number four is how you're getting there. Number five is what kind of theme park tickets you want to buy. Six is where you will be staying and seven was how you're getting to and from the airport and that's it but i don't agree with the order and some of the stuff is just stupid in my opinion yeah you should be able to plan it easier than this